know, so we can we can start this recording off right. All right, so I'm going to intro in everybody, and then we'll just get up and run with it from there. Okay. Okay. All right. So in five, four, three. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's the sizzle in the building. Hotter than ever. It's the hottest talk in the 219. You know who's in the building. J Sizzle's in the building. G Sizzle. And you know who we got on the line. Max Sizzle's in the building. What's up, gentlemen? What's up? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? How y'all doing, Sizzle Nation? How y'all doing? Man, man, everybody, everybody's good, man. It's just hot in the wintertime. That's how we keep it sizzling around here. You know, my man Max Cedar on, boy. Here come the fire. See how I threw all that in there? Flame fire, sizzle. See how I tossed that in there? And I gave you that finger point early? Oh, there you go. There, there I go. you go. Okay. That's, that's, what the, that's what all the ladies say. There you go. Okay. All right. So, with that said, <laughs> listen, we're at the door of history. Yeah. We're at the the making of something that has not been done before. And we want to talk about it just for a moment to get some really clarity, you know, tell people what's going on. But the question is, with just a few points away, LeBron James is within 36 points of passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to become the NBA's leading scorer. Is... LeBron James the GOAT? That is the question. Is LeBron James the GOAT? If he's that close, Maxita, I'm going to start off with you. Max Sizzle, how do you see this whole thing playing out with LeBron James? Well, like I was just telling you and Jay, we on the verge of seeing history in the making. I grew up reading about Kareem's elusive scoring record. I thought I wouldn't see it in my lifetime, but here we are on the verge about to see it from a guy that was a pass-first player first, but he's about to break Kareem's scoring record. Um, What I think is not being talked about enough is he's about to pass Kareem in all-time scoring and about to one-up Magic Johnson in all-time assists. I don't think that's being talked about enough. Um, tonight, he, like G said, he's 36 points away. Um, me, being um, a fan of the dramatic, he played a Bucks. I think, tomorrow. I don't think he's going to break it tonight. I think he's going to wait till... The Lakers play the Bucks. Kareem first team against Kareem's last team to break his record. See there you I go. I think that's gonna. I think that's yeah. Talking about talking about a talking about a basketball buff, a history buff. That's a, that's a dream scenario. There you go. You and the the hip hop. Uh, conspiracy theories in the sports world. So you think you have this all planned out. You think that LeBron has actually thought this out when he's going to break the record. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he's, I think he's going to, I think he's going to plan to break it against the Bucks, the Lakers versus the Bucks. Kareem's first team against his last team. He breaks his record. He's only 36 away. Plus it's also in LA. 
Okay. All right. So Jay, with that as a given, it's in LA. This is what they do. Are we saying at this point that LeBron is the greatest? Are we calling him the GOAT for not just to say it in fun, but to say it in reality? Is he really the GOAT? Well, okay. There's two ways to define greatness. All right. Sometimes we define greatness in an explosion. Like that's the biggest explosion I've ever seen. That's the greatest explosion I've ever seen. Right? We 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 show this 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 little short burst of magnanimity. Is that a word? I can't know if I even said that right. Of just something just being massive, right? Mm-hmm. But then we also have another thing that greatness comes over a long period of time. And I think where LeBron outshines everybody in the NBA is his longevity. He came in the league, and by the time his third year in the league, he was the best player in the NBA. And he's been consistently in that top list all the way through. Now, we're talking two different eras of basketball. And so we take these two different players, and let's say that we reverse them, mm-hmm. right? We put LeBron in an era where you're playing against the bad boys. We put LeBron in the era where, where, where people are taking you out of the air if you score too often, right? Would he still have this same type of scoring proudest in a league that wasn't designed for scores? Because we see now, and I've talked many times now, uh, especially in the last year or so, that to win a basketball game in the NBA, you must score 120 points. Must. You have to score 120 or you're not going to win. Where's the defense? You can't play it now. You can't stop people from going across the lane. You can't cut anybody off. You can't put your hands on anybody. Remember the time when McDonald's would give everybody a free Big Mac if you scored over 100 <laughs> points? Remember those days? Yeah. Yeah, I miss McDonald's, those days. McDonald's stock would plummet if that was if that was in today's NBA. So, has LeBron benefited from that? Yes. Now, his greatness comes over his longevity. He has been able to be able to produce year after year after year. But, however, we've seen LeBron not be his greatest when he came in playoff times. We've seen LeBron not being able to will teams to where they need to go, even though he had opportunity to handpick players that he wanted to play with him. Unlike Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan played with the cards that was dealt to him. He played with a Scottie Pippen. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan, there would be no Scottie Pippen. Not at the what we're talking about. You saw he loaded up only one time and you saw him go get Dennis Rodman. And everybody was wondering how that was going to work because Dennis Rodman was a wild card. So we see greatness in two different areas. I'll give it to LeBron. He is the greatest physical athlete I've ever seen play the game. He could play big, small, quick, handle the ball, His uh, jump shot is better every year. He commands the floor when he's on. He's one of the most dominating forces we've ever seen. 
But I guarantee you right now, if you're going to ask LeBron James, you ask him who was the greatest, he's going to hesitate because he know he really can't say himself. But if you ask Michael Jordan, without hesitation, the angels will cry out from the heavens that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Wow. 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 Did he say cry out from heaven? Mexico. Wow. Wow. Mexi, I need some help here. Um I I I, I hear I hear what he's saying. Um I I I have to agree to disagree. Okay. Um and and this is this is why. Um they have asked Mike who was the greatest. Okay. And Mike has said that's kind of up to the people. Mike said, I'm not gonna touch that because he said I never had the I never had the um, opportunity to play against a Jerry West, a Elgin Baylor, a Will Chamberlain. Um, so I wouldn't turn around and say I'm the greatest because people came before me. And and to to his credit, he's he's right somewhat. Um, with LeBron though, LeBron in a 20 year span. Just want to take and we divide his years into five. One player would ha- be happy with one of his five-year careers because mm-hmm. with hit one of his five-year careers, and he has four. Mm-hmm. One of his five-year careers, someone would be a Hall of Famer. In one of his five-year careers, somebody will be a Hall of Famer because someone have been went to the finals. Someone have been. Someone would have been an MVP. Someone would have been an NBA first teamer. Someone would have been an NBA Hall of Famer in one of his section of his five years of playing. Also with Mike, Mike came into the league and Mike had some of the most world-class basketball IQ minds that has ever graced basketball. Just simply coming out of North Carolina, Dean Smith was a world-class basketball IQ mind. When he was groomed for the Olympics in eighty, and in, in, in right before he went to the league in '84, he was groomed by Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, if you um, overlook his antics, is a world-class basketball IQ mind. And then along with his years in Chicago. I wouldn't go as far as saying Doug Collins, but Doug Collins is Doug Collins is a, was a great coach. But Tex Winters is a world class basketball IQ mind. Phil Jackson, I think I'll say Phil Jackson, even though he took Tex Winters with him wherever he went, was a world class basketball IQ mind. So he had been critiqued by some of the world's greatest minds as far as this game called basketball. Coming out of high school, who was LeBron's world-class basketball IQ mind? His high school coach? Mm. Or was, like Big G said, the basketball savant that we have never seen before? And it's showing now. It's showing as we speak now. 
The guy has 38,000 some points about to break Kareem. He has over 10,000 assists. He has over 10,000 rebounds. We, this is, he's about, he's setting a precedent we have never seen before. Like you said, he's the finest basketball specimen we have ever seen. We're talking about a guy who's in year 20, still doing the things some guys that's in their first and second year can't do. Right. Um, and, and, and then, you know, like you said, greatness doesn't always just come in a form of basketball. He, he's, he's socially conscious. He's socially conscious. Uh, he, uh, I, I think he's a, a um, great ambassador for the culture, for his people. Um, I, I, I look at all that. I take in his entire body of work. And, yeah, I'm not hesitating. He's the greatest of all time. So I, I got two words for you, and I just want you to ponder these two words. Load management. I ponder those two words for me. You know what? Load, load management is a choice that the players today have the option of having. So you only you only dealt you you only dealt the cards you dealt. Mike, I've heard Mike say this. So, I want to perform. I, I Mike said I want to perform because this may be someone's first time ever seeing me play, and I don't want to disappoint them. I want to give them what they ask for, and that's and that's that's a hell of a showman. That's a hell of a showman, and that's a hell of an attitude to have. Michael Jackson had it. Uh, that's another great MJ. Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan had it. So I get it. I get it. He 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 didn't. But like I said, you dealt the cards. You you play with the cards you dealt. Oh, hold on a minute. A lot so, of players so, do can, I, can I jump in on that one? You play with the cards right. you're dealt, right? So we saw yes, a young, we saw a young Michael Jordan come to the Chicago Bulls, and the Chicago Bulls were not mm, that really good of a basketball team. Can can we say that? Can we say that Absolutely. Michael Jordan? Absolutely. You say Absolutely. Michael Jordan's Bulls struggled. Early on in his career, and he was almost like a one-man band. Can we can we say that, right? But sure. ev- eventually, Michael Jordan was able to bring this team around. He, eventually, he was able in practice to get the guys to go that extra ten percent that they needed, right? But we see a young LeBron James come with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and oh wait a minute, did he not have eventually one of the greatest point guards ever played a game playing with him at that point in time? A young Who would that be? Kyrie. Wasn't there a young Kyrie playing there? Oh, that I thought you were talking about at the beginning of his career. No, I'm I just talking about was, was, was a young Kyrie playing there when LeBron James was there uh, through his first stint? Uh, no, he wasn't there when LeBron first got there. No, I'm not, I didn't say when he first got there. I said, was he there during LeBron's first stint there? Did he have, was Kyrie Irving the first there? Stint- the the first stint in Cleveland, no, his first he stint in Cleveland. So he was, was only there. He was only there when LeBron came back. No, I'm saying his first stint in Cleveland was 03. Kyrie okay, wasn't so there yet. When, when did Kyrie get there? He got there. Mm, I want to say 08, 09. 
So was LeBron? Oh, no, had, no, 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 no. Had LeBron left? Had LeBron left yet and went to uh, Miami yet? Miami. He went to Miami. Sure. No, I know. I'm asking you. Said <laughs> did, Le, did LeBron and Kyrie play at the same time in Cleveland? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And it, was that before LeBron went to Miami? Uh, no. He went to Miami first. Then he came back and, and Kyrie back? was there. Okay. Yeah, because Kyrie yeah. didn't get drafted until 2011. Until that was, yeah. he was the yeah. first overall pick. So when, when, did the, when did LeBron go to Miami? Uh was he was he 11? I was think he 11? went to Miami and because he played in the finals in 11. Mm-hmm. With with Miami, they played Dallas. LeBron James went there, and let's see, LeBron James. Well, here's the thing: Do you remember when Kyrie? used to get worked out by the Bulls. Like, everybody goes on still about Kyrie, but Derrick Rose used to work the Cavaliers. Oh, yeah, with Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And oh, absolutely. Big big shout-out to D-Rose. Pre, pre-knee injury, D-Rose was a, was a problem. Was everybody. a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd never yeah. seen a kid that veterans were scared of. Like, yeah. everybody was, was afraid a- of him. Well, they they, they, knew, they knew he they knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They knew he was coming. The whole issue is, is then when you have that type of talent, that talent that's transcended, mm-hmm. like we know that uh, LeBron James had. Uh, they knew Le- they knew LeBron James was the truth from the time he was in high school. Uh, you yeah. know what? Let me that's ask it. this real quick question. Okay, so LeBron James leaves Cleveland. Right in 2010, he leaves. He's out of there. Mm-hmm. How in the the foosh nickens did the Cleveland Cavaliers get Kyrie Irving as the first? How did they get the first pick ooh, in the draft that next year? Ooh, ooh, I, ooh. <laughs> everybody won't touch that with everybody won't touch that with G. If somebody know that, if somebody know the uh, the the real answer to that, somebody might have to get took out. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. you yeah, going to leave it alone? I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay. I'm going to leave that one alone. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, all right, so LeBron left. I, I don't even remember how long. Was he in Miami four years or? LeBron? Um, he, he left was, in the summer was, of 2014, right? Yeah, but he was there for. He was okay. there for. He uh we won two finals, lost two finals. Okay. He was there for yeah. So LeBron was in Miami for four years while Kyrie was getting his thing together. And then LeBron looked back and said, I can go back to Cleveland and get this thing popping. So stop, stop. Now you're getting to my point. You have just made my point. I knew <laughs> you just made my point. That's the point I was driving at. LeBron had to leave to go find help. Every place he went, he went with somebody there that could help him win. Michael Jordan built his team. Well, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, right? He didn't leave when it got tough. When he was able to go, he didn't leave. He built that team. LeBron went to go. To the big three, the original big three. LeBron is the reason why the NBA is the way it is today, right now. Why? Because, really? Yes. Because was he not the was he not a preeminent to the big three 
the first real big three that got together? Well, you being a basketball head, I'm kind of shocked that you would say that. Uh, well, he, he, the, he, he, um, he, wasn't that, he wasn't in that original group, that original two or three I big mean, threes that got I together? Don't, I, don't think, I don't think he has started the big three era. I really don't. Who, do you, um, who, do you, who would you say that was? Who would you say that was? Well, well, you were around, but I, I recall a Mark Aguirre joining of um, Isaiah Thomas and a Joe Dumars. Okay. Oh my goodness! Okay, you, you, I'll, that, we'll that was that a big, that was, it was a big three. Well, it was we'll, a big three. We'll keep, now we'll we just didn't call, we just didn't call it a big three at the time. Well, we'll, we'll but it was a big three. You got you you. You got me. I'll bow down to you. You got me on that one. But you know what I'm saying. G, am, am you, I speaking you, the gospel? You know what I'm saying, though, right? You know what I'm saying, though, right? It was it, it was a big three. But so I we can't know. we can't be quick to I, jump and I, say LeBron started the whole big I'm, I'm three. Ready to rest, I'm getting ready to rest my case. I'm getting ready to rest my case. I just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to send this to the jury. I'm getting ready. I just want you, I just want you to understand what I'm saying. All right? I'm just saying that LeBron uh, had to go find help. Everywhere uh, he went, he what? had to go find help, didn't he? Well, well, my thing is this. Okay, here we go. My thing. LeBron, LeBron came in an era where players didn't mind playing with each other. Mike then played in an era where they weren't gonna go and leave. Well, Charles Barkley did it, but that's neither here nor there. But okay. um, oh, let's no, call no. it. Yeah, he 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 went he went joining he went joining stars to try to win a ring. He, he, so yeah. we can't sit up there and say LeBron started it either with that situation either. But okay. um you you said that about LeBron, but we can also say fairly LeBron won a ring everywhere he went. Oh, has hmm. he? Every every franchise I went to, I brought you home the hardware. So, so, so we're going to blame the Wizards. The Wizards didn't win one. Well, we're going to hold that against Jordan. Well, well, guess what? <laughs> me, you, me, well, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: okay. me, you, and Mike don't want to remember the Wizard years. Oh, How absolutely, about that? And, I'm, and I'll give you that hundred <laughs> percent. Michael was a shell of himself. He should have never went there. Absolutely, you know, should have never went there. You know. But you know that you know we do. You know, greatness allows us to do what we want to do, but, and that uh, was the but, case with me. But if Michael could have went to one of these teams that was loaded, that he could have went around there and handpicked who he wanted to come play with him, because guys were like, "Hey, come on over here, play with me." Look, look at the Lakers. Come on down, everybody. Come on down, all my friends. You, you know what? That's an amazing statement, though, Maxito. If if <laughs> wow. Greatness allows you to do what? Do what you want. Greatness to do. allows you to do what you want to do. And that's why. And guess what? That's why he's the greatest gonna, of all time. Who's, who's gonna question greatness? And that's why he's the greatest Brady. of all time. Greatest hold of on, all time. Hold on. Go, hold on. Greatness is a greatness is allowing LeBron James to do what he wants to do. Also, never said he wasn't so, great. Never said he wasn't great. I think. Here's the thing about LeBron. Let's ask this question. Let me ask you this quick question right quick. Say he was not going to break, he was not going to hold the scoring title. Say that he was not, he's not. How many MVPs did LeBron have? 
I need to look that up. I'm asking questions I don't know, right? Is it four? four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. And how many years did he play? He's in year 20. Okay. Okay. So 20 years. 20 years. So one, one, one fifth of the time he was the best basketball player in the league. Is that right? I'm sorry. You said what? One fifth of the time he was the best basketball player in the league. That's he's what been the, the best that's, basketball that's, player. That's what, the, that's what the MVP stands for. Most valuable player. He's been the best. He's been the best. He's been considered the best basketball player in the league his whole career until like the last two or three years of his career. Okay, he's so what you want for MVPs, right? Well, well, I'm gonna tell you like this, Jay, and you're a firm believer of this, and you have seen this before. Let's not act like we've never seen this before. It's called it's called voters fatigue. Mike went through it. Mike went through it when they gave it to Carl Malone. When they gave it to Charles Barkley, when they gave it to Elijah Wan, it's called voters fatigue. I'm sorry, Jordan won. Go back. Jordan, him, go, go back Jordan go back won five him. MVPs. Hold on, he won five, but he could have won more. That's what I'm saying. But he mm. won five. Though. What's funny? If you go back and look at LeBron numbers, when Derrick Rose won MVP, Derrick Rose numbers won better than LeBron. It's called voters fatigue. You know, I think we talked about this yesterday when we were talking. The one thing, they're, they're like, okay, so I have two aughts against LeBron James, and we're going to talk about that shortly. But one of the things, the biggest snub of LeBron James had to be that Andre Iguodala <laughs> was... Why are you bring that up, man? That's wrong. I, I, all, I mean, I'm just... That's wrong. I, <laughs> If Maxita has a point and it has to be Preach. solidified, Preach, brother. Preach, the, brother. the thing Preach. that we do know that if greatness has to do what it has to do, then what kind of greatness is Andre Iguodala to have won a finals MVP? Are you serious? Andre Iguodala. For holding somebody to 36 points a game? 36. <laughs> Just 36. And, you know, we said it yeah, yesterday. Just, just, That's just, just 36. I mean, it probably got him that because, I mean, if he hadn't, he probably would have, what, averaged 40, maybe 46 a game. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what Andre Iguodala, you know, the things that have gone on. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There, there are two things about LeBron that I have an issue with. And, gentlemen, you can help me solve this. Okay. Number one, I am not a fan of the bubble championship. I, I think that because of some things that happened to Jimmy Butler with certain reporters and certain foods and certain things in the bubble, I don't think he had his legs fully up under him. And number two, LeBron James loses greatness when you become the executive producer of a new movie that is a remake of a classic house party. And the, if you have to watch this terribleness, <laughs> at no point in life can I now say he is the unanimous goat when he wasn't even the best space jam goat. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That, can, can, we, about, can we ask a question though? Can we ask one question? I'm talking about a gut punch, G. Oh my God! <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say who, who's who's the greatest twenty-three there? 
the person who wore it or the person who wore it because somebody else wore it that they idolized. Oh my God. Here we go. Here we wow. go. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is he getting really. He, he, he wore number six too, but I, 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 I wish, you know, I I'm wish not... that he was me. Mm. Must be the shoes, Mike. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, Mike. Wow. I want to I mean... be like. <laughs> Must, must be yeah, the shoes. I mean, you, you, we can say that, but he what, passed. What, 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 what brand of shoes? What brand of shoes does uh, LeBron James wear? Mm. LeBron James. Uh, before That's that, Mike. He wants. Oh, to be like I'm, Mike. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was with the masses and rocked a few pair of Jays. Here's the thing: Does oh, LeBron James have a song? Do we? Is there a, a song? I know that there's a there's a meme. And there's like, you know, Jordan is so great. He's had great memes and then he's had the greatest, worst, the crying Jordan meme. It's still used. <laughs> and every every week, somebody's going to send you a version of the crying Jordan meme. That's, I don't know true. how that's it true. sneaks in, but every week you're like, dude, this is this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. But I don't know. Is there a LeBron James song? I, I don't think it's a LeBron James song, but we can clearly, I can clearly say LeBron James is the NBA's version of Thanos. Oh, I knew wow. you were going to bring that back. I knew wow. you were going to slide that back. I can seriously, legitimately say LeBron James is the NBA's version of Thanos. Wow. Hey, uh, Maxita. When people, when people was like, we have to. Mm. They 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 got beyond what people was gonna say and said we have to. We have to join together. Hey, hey, we Maxita. got to. Maxita. Have, you, wa- have you watched that um Michael Jordan uh greatest tape that's been going around and a lot of LeBron fans fans have been watching? And oh, you talking about the, yeah. the, 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 the two, three, twenty-three day? I think it was. I think they put the compilation together, like from him from being when he first got into the league and and then went on through the championships. It's been all over YouTube. You see a lot of LeBron. I call them LeBroners. You see a lot of the LeBroners on there watching. LeBron's the greatest thing ever, but a lot of them haven't really seen pure Jordan early on. Jordan when Jordan was unstoppable. Um, Oh, oh, we talking about we talking about. We talking about hair, little chain. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. we we're, we're talking oh, about man. that. Hey, hey, hey! I, I wasn't that, blind. I, I wasn't blind. I came up in that era. I, I remember that, Mike. I do. We're, we're talking about that, Jordan. I mean, a lot of times we still see Jordan as bald head, getting a little punchy, Jordan. Like mm-hmm. we don't really remember Jordan when Jordan was Jordan. I mean, when he was unstoppable back wait, in the day. Wait, wait. Didn't Jordan, while he was with the Wizards, didn't he come back and do a revenge tour against the Bulls for like two seasons, back to back, four games? Everybody right. played for the Bulls and came back, did the Bulls dirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody that played for yeah. the Bulls put it on the Bulls. Yeah. Ron Artest, yeah. body Ron slam Artest, people. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you come back and play, when you come back and play Chicago, Chicago. Be people's version of Madison Square Garden. Oh, I'm gonna right. give it to them. Oh right. my goodness! It, it, it was coming out. It was coming out putting that Chicago Bulls jockstrap oh, on. Talking about here, take this. I'm coming in here to give right. it to you. Right. I, th- 
I think Jabari Parker put up some numbers against him. And he was on the bench. He had been yeah, injured. Man. He was like, Candace yeah. Parker could come through there and put up some. Put up some. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. She just oh. from Chicago. She might come back. You are. Oh, you are a terrible God. person, and yes, <laughs> and there's no is. right yes, in you. But listen, man. I know Amen. we're getting ready to wrap up, but listen, I th- there are two things. Number yeah. one, to be great, you've got to have a song. You have to have a theme song. Every hero or super villain has to have a theme song. Like Michael Jordan has his song. There's a Halle Berry song. First of all, until we can say that LeBron is great, we got to get him a song. That's number one. Okay. And, and number two, the number two. <laughs> With all jokes aside, man, mad props to LeBron James and and an extended career of what he's been able to do. LeBron James is still one of the hottest fantasy pickups that you can get in the NBA. You don't get anybody who's more durable, who comes in, does his work, goes to work. And what he's done in 20 years, I think, is greater, is a greatest testament to the, the will he has and the strength, you know, and uh, maybe being the second best player to Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, but wow. I, I, will, I will say this: <laughs> LeBron, wow. LeBron is a quintessential this era player because mm. he spent the money on his body. He did everything that he needed to do mm. to keep himself Great. ready to play. And really, you see LeBron without hardly any scandals. And we know Michael Jordan had a few. You know, mm-hmm. we looked at the one, you know, said even his father might have been killed because of some of his gambling debts, whatever the situation was. Mm-hmm. We knew we knew Jordan had plenty of flaws. Sure. And you see LeBron James, who's pretty much for the most part, as much as he, as Maxita said, as much as he's been out in the forefront concerning certain issues, that LeBron James really has not had any major scandals. And mm-hmm. I would say that building to character-wise, I think LeBron is a great role model for all young men out there, because LeBron James has stood up when a lot of when Michael Jordan did not. There was a number of times Michael Jordan should have got involved in things that he did not. And I will give that to LeBron hundred percent that he involved himself in himself into a lot of situations that Jordan would have stayed completely clear from. So I will give LeBron that on the social conscious issue. That uh, and overall, um, LeBron is probably nobody's going to match LeBron again. Mm. This is, I mean, it ain't going to happen. You know, this longevity, that, I mean, would you want to see, was he 6'9", a 6'9", LeBron, who's got a 40-inch vertical coming at you like that? I mean, just whenever he feels like it. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's it's just, he's he's one of these great, um, he lived up to the hype. You know, when he first came out of high school, he was the GOAT coming out to high school. Greatest of he he was already ranked. He was going to be the best player ever, and you saw that happen. And he's one of the few people I've ever remembered who came out with that much hype and lived up to it for all those years. And he never crumbled. Surpassed it. Yeah, surpassed his hype. And and he and he he never crumbled. And and he made his money. And he kept his head. You know. And uh, because if that if that had been me, (laughs) what? You know, but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I give it to that to him. He's been a great role model all the way through. And, you know, we're splitting hairs on who is the greatest of all time. 
Um, you know, this is just old man with no hair anymore. Still want to hold on because you know, uh, but LeBron need to let his hair go too. So I don't know when he go. When he can start. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he should come on over here and stop wearing his headband right here. His headband stop right there. He's like, oh, stop doing that. That is that is unnecessary. Just like that man is holding on to his greatness, let him hold on to his hair. Oh, hey, you know what? <laughs> I was gonna say that that I'll give you the last word, but I think that was the last word right there, brother. That, <laughs> wow, wow. But hey, I will. I, I I don't know, man. I here's my thing. LeBron has yet to have really a great shoe. So until you have all the trifectas, like is. Have any of us just said we're going to go out and get a LeBron no, shoe? The only person that's really had a great shoe after LeBron, I want to say, and I'm saying this, you know, tongue in cheek a little bit, is Curry. Are you serious? Are you right, serious? Well, who, who else has a better shoe? Kyrie Irving. So people are running around with the Irvings on. Haven't heard that. Well, they were. Haven't, in, haven't heard Zion, that. Wait, haven't until Zion ripped out of one, Zion was yeah. like, ah. Yeah. Hey, Jay, I got one more thing to say about LeBron's greatness. Here we go. Michael Jordan never got B.J. Armstrong 35 million. Oh, oh. LeBron James James got Matthew Delladova $35 million. And that one, and that seals the deal on that. You exactly exactly right. You know what, gentlemen? You know what that calls for? That's it. It's over. It's done. It, <laughs> that went quick. Yeah, bro. That had, it had to go quick because if you tell me somebody got Matthew Delladova, a max contract, Chips. it is Matthew Delladova. Not <laughs> yeah, I, Matthew Delladova. Bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Seriously. LeBron, LeBron, has, LeBron has pulled together some teams over there, man. He's got some people paid, you know. I he mean, got a lot of people paid. He yeah, got he a lot that. of people paid. He got JRE back in school. He got him back in school. Yeah, he got he got he got people got paid around LeBron James. Nobody got paid around Jordan. No, because Michael's like this. They Michael's like this. They not paying me, so why would I tell them to pay y'all? Right. Absolutely, you know, and they told, and it was, Michael didn't even tell Scotty to take that bad contract. <laughs> it was like the no, was, was, right. Don't take that the owner, the owner said, "Don't hey, sign don't it. Do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't sign don't it. Do it." And I guess we can't even talk about what else happened to Scotty, but you know. It was, well, oh God. Uh, well, you know. Well, it, 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 well, it happened. Well, maybe not to the best of it. Happens though. So. No. Big shout <laughs> no, no. Big, I, you know big, what? Big shout out to Marcus Mm-mm. from from calling from 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 saying uh, nephew Mark. Um, yeah, from calling him nephew Marcus to daddy Marcus. Big shout out to Marcus. Oh. Hilarity. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> When, when did it go off the rails? I just want to know when did it go off the rails. <laughs> All the way Maxita, gone. Maxita, you got to come on more, man. Hey, I, I, I'm going to, man. I enjoyed that very much, bro. I enjoyed that. Hey, bro. We love you having you on, man. It, it's amazing. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate y'all, man. And y'all keep doing y'all thing, dog. Y'all, 
Y'all is setting y'all setting a hell of fire bar, bro. Hey man, thank you, man. You know what? I I do pay for all these lies, so <laughs> <laughs> expect a check soon, sir. Hey, and guess what? If somebody if somebody if somebody that knows sports hear us, guess what? It's gonna pay off. Yes, sir. Trust me. Yes, sir. Trust me, because I, I hey I do. I what's call it have a little credit what when I say stuff it have a little credibility to do with it because I do my research and I'm a basketball head. Right. And you are. Guess you what? Are. So, somebody that somebody that appreciates the sport and the culture of this whole podcast thing, they appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, man. I, it, it's hey man, I appreciate y'all, man. It's always good. It's, it's always, always good. I know oh, you yeah. got to get to work, man. So we're going to sign off. But yeah, I appreciate man. You, hey, bro. hey, I hope we ain't online. I got to, yeah, I got to go do the monkey for the hunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. I'm going to use that one. Hey, guys. Later, man. Love, All man. Right. Gratitude. I one love, you guys. bro. Thank Thank you. Take care, one. man. All right. <laughs> wow. That should be a t shirt. Um, You know what should be a t shirt? What's that? you don't catch any mnemonic clues. So you do realize you did the whole show with your mic off. Oh, really? Dude, check oh, your it phone. Unhooked. It unhooked. Dude, you're, it unhooked. The you're the worst. I swear you're the worst. Every time. Dude, I have hit you. I have tried. I was like, Jay, Jay. I pointed it. To, when I do this, no, dude, I'm not even. I'm, but I'm. I'm on looking at some other information. Yeah, I, I see. All you gotta I do is say, Jay, you, turn your other mic back on, like you always do, like you don't know how to do it. But my man was, he was giving good vibe, and I was like, damn, I can't break it. And then you started giving good vibe, and I was like, wait, I can't just stop him in the middle of a, yeah, your right flow. Right. So I just turned up your your game. Oh, okay. should... you, you can hear me. He, he, he heard me. Whatever. Yeah, he was able to hear you just fine. It okay, was just so once mind. I was what? listening, I was like, oh, oh your mic is off. Damn it. I got to get a new, this, this, whatever this, um, damn it, sure did. Went right to my webcam. Son of a biscuit. I'm going to have to tape this mic. There we go now. You should just told me, G. You should just say, man, hey, shut up. Your mic's jacked up. It'll take two seconds. Oh, my God. That thing is loud. Yeah, you should just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm literally going to tape this. That's what I'm going to have to do. Actually, I, and, uh, I'm going to tape it up here. What's wrong? Is it your connector? It's my connector. It's falling out the bottom of this mic. That's what's happening. And I wrapped okay. the cord the other day to keep it in there, but I'm literally going to have to tape it. Mm-hmm. Tape it up. That's what I'll do next time. Stop it from doing that because it should be doing that. Okay. You know, the whole, you know, after you use the whole while, it gets loose and you just don't stay as tight <laughs> as it used to be. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So here's the question. Yes, sir. Um, we can wrap for this and use that for this week. We still got, um, I still got to put up uh, Kwambe. And so we can be done unless you want to do another show. It's up to you. Uh, what do you do, Patrick Mahomes there? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. and. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. what time is it now? Six. six five. We could do, we could, we could just go half an hour or something. We want to do that. Right. So we were just doing 30. And then we'll yeah. come out of that. Yeah, next time my mic drops out, man, just let me know my mic drop. I definitely will. But I mean, it was so damn good. I didn't even. I was like, all right, this this is good. Damn, that was a good show, bro. Yeah, because he, he he was Maxita knows his stuff. So I had, I had I had to say, oh, I'm gonna have to trap him a little bit. Let me let me let me work this out. That's why I was trying to get him 
I was trying to get him. He knew where I was going, though. So he's like, oh, no, nigga, you ain't getting me with that one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, no. Oh, you thought, no, bro. I know, I know where you're trying to go. You ain't going to get me with like, that one. You, yeah. Nah, nah, you ain't setting me up on that bullshit. And I'm oh, like, nah, bro, I'm about, I'm about to get you. He was like, nah, nope. That was a good show. And the funny part is we had talked about that yesterday when he called. He called uh, me and was like, yo, bro, y'all need to do a show on this. And then once I looked it up and I was, you know, going through research and I was like, damn, this thing is trending like hell. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and that's what we got. We got, we got to get more on <clears throat> trendy shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to tape this bad boy up like this with some, uh, cause you never see this part of my mic. Oh Lord, it's going down. Felix is going down. <laughs> Don't touch it, baby. Don't touch it. You are ignorant beyond means. It just, it doesn't even make any damn sense. Touch it. Leave it alone. Oh, just hold on. Hold on. Okay. Just hold on. Just hold on. Don't move. Don't, no, don't wiggle just a little bit. Don't do nothing. He's We're going to see if that holds it in there. Wait, what happened? Oh, oh. got this right there. Oh. Double, double. Wait, wait, don't, don't. Oh, that's that one. You're like, oh, bitch, don't, don't move, bitch. Just stay there. Just stay there. I told you, bitch, don't move. I told you. Okay. <laughs> no, I told you not to move, bitch. Don't do anything. Oh, yeah, that's it. All right, oh. so we're gonna we're gonna see if this holds us on. I'm about to buy a new something. But uh, oh, yeah. okay, we're gonna try to do this. Okay, we're gonna see if this works. This should work. I'm Jerry rigged like hell, but I'm in there though. All <laughs> right, let's do a quickie. That's what, I, that's what I've been telling her all the time. Let's do right, a quickie, that, bitch. You know, sir, just you can't just, <laughs> sir, you just can't do that shit. I got a thousand of them. That. No, sir, you can't. Hey, hey girl, <laughs> hey girl, hey girl. Man, today one of my students, right? Oh, no, one of my students was my a student from another class. I had I had to go over there. I had, yesterday I had to watch the uh, the uh, uh, early childhood development class because old girl went home sick and shit. She like passed out on the damn floor and she was ridiculous. Oh, okay. But she she got booty forever. She got she got one of the booty forever chicks. Mm-hmm. But but like she she'll talk you and, and make your shit just go boo like that. She just you know she's one of them chicks. So anyway, <laughs> so. So the little guys are trying to run in and out of the classroom, right? You know, so they say, Mr. Thomas, can you keep out of this class while I saw so going on? I said, yeah. I said, all right, all you Negroes up out of here, you know. So the one little chick, Lachey, says, uh, uh, one girl, one girl was like, oh, y'all just so boy thirsty around here. And Lachey was like, mm, I don't deal with none of these little boys. I got a grown ass man. <laughs> 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 Like, oh, I bet you do, Lachey. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked like one of them. You know, you can tell like one of them 17-year-olds yeah. that, that, that been getting bounced around by 35-year-olds for a while. Yeah, she mm-hmm. looked like one. Like, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, I know this, I know it'll work for this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I girl, please, I I can go get I can go get a, a half white from Harold's with this thing. You understand know what I'm saying? But you know the thing that pisses me off. Here's What's the thing. That? This What's is what that? pisses me off. Okay. Like, um, hey, 
we I, I want some of them bitches and can't find them. Hey, because like, you know why? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why you can't. I'm gonna tell you why you can't. Gee, and this is why I can't really because you know why? Because we don't we don't operate in that circle. Yeah, you yeah, we we never we not we not around in them hoes. It's like the, the chicks at the strip club. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't you don't know anybody that even knows any of these bitches. <laughs> Think about it. Everybody we know, every man we know for the most part is on the up and up. Right. You know, he's either doing, he's, you know, teaching or he's in the fucking government or he's got businesses going or he got a wife at home or, you know, you, I mean, how many, how many rugged, stuggish niggas do you actually know? That now? You no. Know? Right. I mean, okay. This is right. You like, I mean, back now? in the day, maybe back in the day, we do it. But even then, even then, those niggas with some, you know, had some type of something that was hanging around you. You mm-hmm. really want, you ain't really around, no, just, oh, I got to watch this nigga. He's going to steal my headphones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No. You ain't around. So, so to get around them type of hoes, you got to be around them type of dudes. Cause them That's type true. of, them type of hoes patronize them type of dudes, right? So if you if you got a hoe, you can't you know you gotta watch your shit. A hoe will take your change out your damn uh, uh, ashtray. You know that's what that's what a hoe do. You look up and say, yeah, I did I did have four quarters over there. and You only got one because mm-hmm. that bitch got to wash some clothes this weekend. You know what I'm saying? So, Funny enough, your nephew asked that, and I was like, son, listen, he met this bitch at the club, and I was like, it's not for you, baby. No, He's you ain't like, that guy. Oh, Daddy, I can get it. I was like, no, no, you can't. You're not that guy. You're just not that guy. You got you you got to catch a reformed hoe. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She she will hoe, but you just ain't out hoeing. And you know, and if she don't mind hoeing with you, as long as you know, you ain't gonna put a whole business out in the street. You gotta catch you a reformed hoe. You know, she's like, Oh, okay, you know, I'm trying to live uh, well, okay, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. You gotta catch that chick. Or you catch that chick, you know, two babies in. And two hundred dollars is like two thousand dollars, right? You know, and you know, she cool and shit, but you know, she need she need that cell phone bill paid, or she need that card, her two hundred ten dollar card bill paid. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's about what it's gonna cost you, regardless of whatever. You gonna you gonna come out of two hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars fucking buggy's house. It's gonna be like that. You are gonna be two. You gonna be gonna pretty much gonna be two hundred dollars fucking one of these bitches probably. Because if you fucking with a regular bitch, you gotta take out to go <clears> eat every once in a while. You know, right. you take it out time to eat when you don't feel like it. Then you got to take it somewhere decent. Well, you take it somewhere decent. That's sixty dollars. You know, you take over what's that? BJ's, JB's, whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. That's sixty dollars. That's sixty dollars you wasn't gonna spend because you really ain't going to. When, when are you going to JB's yourself? You ain't never going there. You going? And over that's why I told him. I was like, "Look, bro, that's that's not even the shit you want to do." I'm telling no, you. No, no, you don't want to do that shit. Then, 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 bitches bring luggage, especially young bitches. Because mm-hmm. okay, think about it. All these niggas be fucking all these hoes where all these hoes come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look mm-hmm. look at the porn, look at the porn industry. That's they got new hoes coming on the porn industry daily. Where do you right. find these bitches? What? These bitches don't give a damn. I mean all they, the bitches that we loved, right? Like they're old hoes now. Yeah, I mean Pinky, all these bitches. Yeah. Who else? Who was another chick I used to like? I used to like uh Nautica. Oh my god. Love not I think Donna has been retired for 10 years, probably now. Man, shit, I still go back to Cherokee and uh, yeah, you Cherokee, know. yeah, Cherokee to ass and all them. So all those bitches, they got a whole new they got these young bitches now, bro. I saw one the other day. I god damn, she's like five four, 
maybe 120. Maybe. Beautiful. Beautiful. Flawless skin. Flawless, beautiful. Just get jagged in the ass like it ain't shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So where did these hoes come from? And they're beautiful. These bitches are runway model beautiful. Right. You know? And so so it just tells me these bitches don't give a damn. And so, if, look, here's the thing about it. And I tell young guys, I tell them, if you think, all right, if you take any one of these brand new um, porn chicks, right, and you met them out in the street and they weren't in their porn clothes, they look like a girl you'd holler at or try mm-hmm. to holler at or think about hollering at. You might not even holler at because you think you can't pull her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would take her home to your mother if you didn't know what she was doing for a re- on the reel. You would holler. Look how nice that bitch is. If you didn't know she had come dripping down in her ear two hours before. <laughs> you know she's in there with a Q-tip and shit trying to get the cum out of there, man. You didn't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? And do you, and do you got do you got hoes out here who want to be like that? So you so you got imaginary porn bitches who do what the porn bitches do. Right. What they got this new chick? What's her name? Coyle Ray? Whatever her name is, oh, a little really slim, little skinny broad. That little broad, that bitch is nasty. Ooh, I saw oh. watching the other day. I said she ain't nothing but a, a stick with a pussy. That's it. And she got she's, a, a she's stick. a pussy stick. She's just a pussy stick. That's all she is. And she slam that thing on your ass and just run you out of here. And so, like with Malik, any kind of bitch wants him. Just look, any and every bitch. Look, wants him. A Koi Laray bitch around Malik Raggedy. Yes, she would run yes, his would. ass raggedy because she's that bitch. She would wear his ass out because 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 you know you know what type of bitch you got to be to be able to get on the radio with your shit and you look young like that. You got to have you got to have some game and some fucking gumption. Dude, you know what have, I'm saying? Did you see? I sent it to you. Did you see that shit that um, the Cardi B did to uh, Offset when she licked his ass? You know what? Hey, <laughs> I was like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that, but I know she will. This bitch, yeah. And, that, and fuck. And, and why you think Offset is with a former stripper? Dang. I mean, she making money, but Offset made her be able to make money. Yeah, but he, he was more with her. Than she makes it anyway. But he, well, I don't know now. Ooh, I don't know. I he don't did know. at one point. Now, I, don't I don't know, know where her money. I, I Those goddamn Migos boys. They shit yeah, was tight. Like, they were making paper before yeah, but this. They, shit. But, but they ain't on commercials like Cardi B. Cardi B on every motherfucking thing. Man, you remember? You don't remember them boys on commercials? Yeah, but they, they're not like Cardi B. Cardi B on not all now. shit. Yeah, not now. I think Cardi B is what, Cardi B probably the second largest earner outside Except, of maybe Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, but now you can't count Rihanna because her shit's all made through her clothing and all that yeah, shit. Rihanna's different. We are just different. It ain't about her music. It's shit, about her clothing yeah. and shit. But uh, 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 but you got chicks like that. And so like this little Coyle Ray bitch, shit. She knows she an itty little bitty bitch on top of it. So she can play little itty bitty bitch shit, right? But she could probably just take your whole dick down her throat, probably. Probably, probably that bitch. Mm-hmm. She, she'd run Malik raggedy. She, she'd, have, she'd, have, she'd have Malik on a flight and then would be home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you was coming this weekend. I'm gone. Shit, you see how Kennedy did him. Yep. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? The key, the key, look, somebody, my, my, my boy, my girl come over there and let you in. You can stay a couple of days. I, no, I won't be back. You just wait till your flight get ready to leave. You just stay. 
treat you like a bitch. And then you go, you up in her house. Chilling. Chilling. And then she ain't even coming home. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Shit. Shit. She up, yeah. you up like, like you think you're doing some shit. And she watch you on the video cam, like why, why, why some, why some other niggas blowing her back out. She mm-hmm. got you, she got you. Look at that nigga that's laying around waiting for me, and I ain't even showing up. Mm-hmm. Yo, did, did, did she know your flight leaving? Your flight leaving eight. Hugs land at nine. Mm-hmm. Back in the crib. Then she called about talking about, hey, you ain't make up my bed, nigga. <laughs> I ain't gonna never invite you out to my shit again. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I should have made up. You should have told a whole damn house that bitch played you like that. <laughs> she knew she was going bitch. out of dirty bitch. She knew she was going out of town. You knew you were gonna do that, you dirty you dirty bitch. I'm gonna take all your damn clothes and pour Clorox on every piece of shit you got. Then the bitch be in love with you because you're a ratchet motherfucker. I like niggas like that. Yeah. See, Malik, Malik ain't that guy. And then here's the other part, Malik. He's too big to go to jail, nigga. Yeah, you know you're too big, too big, too pretty to go to jail. You know, see, yeah, I was leading. like, look, man, leading bitches alone. Yeah, stay in your lane, bro. Right now, Kavan, he wants to fuck with him. He wants one of them bitches. And I'm like, well, boy. I mean, but you know, Kavan, Kavan operating a different life, though. Yeah, he does. He, he, he op- does. He, he could actually he, probably get away with it. Right, because he because he he speaks their language. I mean, Lick don't speak that language. He ain't no gangster. He, he thinks he is. He's a he's a pretty boy. He he is much gangster as John Moran is. Let's say it like that. Oh my god. Hey man, what you tell uh tell Shannon to stop doing this shit. Tell Shannon to stop doing the shit he's doing to John Moran. That's not that's not that's not hot, man. You can't you just can't keep calling this motherfucker out like this. You know? I tell you. All right, so um what else I was going to say? Let's get ready to do this shit real quick. Uh, Hold up. All right. I'm <sighs> downloading something, so it's just going to take me a second. Oh, man. Keeper. Six. All right. It should be ready. Uh, I taped my mic up, so we should be all right. Okay. From here on out. Okay, dookie. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some pimping in it. Ain't another flight? Let's see how this shit works. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I like that. What's that? This overland just made. Well, you're fabulous. Yeah. Everything's fabulous. <laughs> it's all fabulous. Oh, I'm tired. I know. That's why I said let's get this shit out the way today. But you will pass out. <laughs> you on another flight? Now that stupid ass song's in my head. Oh, but the damn Cardi B did make me mad. I was like, shit. Cardi B, man. Cardi B ain't no joke. Because she's a crazy Bronx bitch. That's a crazy Bronx bitch. 
Who got to do with a bitch like that? I promise you, I don't. She's a crazy Bronx bitch. You can't. Firstly, you can't trust that bitch. Number one, that's true. Right. You can't trust Cardi B. Oh, you you'd have to be an ignorant motherfucker to trust trust Cardi B. She had you had to be one of the motherfuckers. She knows she'll he'll he'll smack a hoe. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't really heard much out of Cardi B though since old boy got killed. No, I mean the, the thing why she's become hot recently is because of the shit that happened at the Grammys the other night. Yeah, is Lauren Lauren London back out? Man, okay. So did you hear about that shit with Lauren London? Whatever. Talk about that on the show. So she wouldn't kiss Jonah Hill. Like all their kisses were virtual kisses. And did he did he did he really think did he really think Lauren London was gonna kiss him in the movie? Yes, he did. He thought he was going. He thought she was one of them hoes. He was going to get some black uh, slides, some Lord black London, tang on the side. Lord London, like, no, did y'all read the script? Don't think so. But he, did he get paid? Yeah. First thing, you look like an ass because she didn't want to kiss you. Dude, have you seen her lately? Oh. Damn. I really haven't seen her. Bro, look her up. She got thicker. That ain't, the, that, ain't, that ain't the Lord London we knew. This is porn, Lord London. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Okay. Lauren London. Hey, you. Are you Lauren London? Let me see what we got going on. I ain't seen her in a while. She went dark after they whacked Ipsy. Okay, so what's the recent shit? Lauren London. Uh... Okay, you people, Jonah Hill, Lauren London has CGI kiss, Andrew Schultz says. Mm-hmm. But they only had one kiss? Yeah, that's all you need. You notice that Eddie Murphy, Eddie ain't that damn, he ain't that sold on getting white folk in his movies, so. He's like, you only get one, and plus I get to fuck me alone. Somebody's got to do it. Shit, I will say, hey, fuck heaven. Shit, is that recent Lauren London right there? She always had that, you know. Well, here's the thing about Lauren London, though. She ain't the greatest fucking actress ever. She's a terrible actress. You know, the only thing she does, I mean, she plays the same chick all the time. Yep. She's out, she's new, new. New, new, and she's whiny. She is thick like a snicker now. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. put on Negro weight now. Yeah, she she ate herself. Is that her right there? Oh, she thick as hell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. She be she be yeah she be eating up a little bit. Angie Martinez get ready to come back out with a podcast. Okay. Anyway, what up, Angie Martinez? Yeah, whatever. No, no, I wouldn't. No, Angie no. Martinez. Angie Martinez still ain't got it. I have, I have my standard now, and I'm not. I'm not. Ah! No, you I have a standard. Come on, yes. go, man. Let's get the show going. All right. So, you ready? You got all your information. You good? Not really, but up off we go. Here we go. Uh, I'm starting. I'm starting to shut down now. I can feel it coming. Oh. Boy. Can't be shutting down here. I have another flight. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a good night. Hold up. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Hey, where you at, man? I'm gone. <laughs> All right. In five, four. Is your mic on? Yeah. Do you hear it? Oh, shit. Let me wait. Let me see. I Say taped something. it up. I won. Okay. I taped it up. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I taped it up. It's, it's taped up on here. It's ghetto fabulous over here. Okay. In five, four, three, two, one. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building with the hottest talk in the 219. The only talk of the 219. You know who's in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And Jay, the question is right now, is this going to be the most historic Super Bowl of all time? Is this the Super Bowl that we first see? Well, I guess you'd have to first see it because it's the first time it's happened. Where two melanated African-American quarterbacks face off in a showdown of the throwdowns. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's true that it's the first time we see two black quarterbacks coming in. But at any point in time, are they just going to be called quarterbacks? No. Can we just get to that point where they're nope. quarterbacks? Yeah, still can't get there. You know, I mean, I, I, look, I, it, it, yeah, is it historic? Yes, it is. Is it a great thing? Yes, it is. But I really, when I think of Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, my first thing that pops in my head is black quarterback. Mm-hmm. It, it, what pops in my head is quarterback. You know, how good of a quarterback they are. You know, you look at Patrick Mahomes, people are saying that he might be one of the greatest of all time if he can stay at this pace. And he's, he's outpacing a lot of the greats right now. Right. You know, you look at Jalen Hurts, a reconstituted Jalen Hurts. A man who's rose from the dead, almost out of the league, it seemed at one point in time. You know, who's been displaced in a number of different places and who's figured out, worked on his game, and got it to the point now where he's the leader of one of the toughest teams in the NFL. And uh, he's been rested up. He's going to look good. He's going to run with the football. And he's a better thrower than football than what I think we've ever seen him be. So this is one of the most epic times in football history because you have two teams who are pretty evenly matched. Mm -hmm. I really believe, you know, you look at the offensive line for the Eagles with Jason Kelsey holding it down in the center that, and their two guards, you look at this, that offensive line is really good enough to go up against that 49ers defensive line. Wait a minute. Did you say the 49ers? Did I say the 49ers? You said the 49ers. The Chiefs. That That was me hoping. Come on, Purdy. That was Amen. me hoping. My bad. I was in the Listen. wrong. I was. I was in the wrong conference and everything. I told you I was tired. Did I not just tell you I was tired? That's why this <laughs> show gonna be a half an hour. That's all I got left. Tied. So exactly. Super Bowl history comes in the form of two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, and you have now the newly minted Jalen Hurts. The man. He's the man of the hour right now. Yeah. As a. Uh, super team around him. Jalen Hurts has a all melanated sister squad and they're doing his PR, they're doing his management. Jalen is doing the thing. He is the so, new it guy. So he's got all he's got the all black PR people too. All black. Well you know I you know kudos. Let me ask this question. And I know <laughs> no, you've to, asked me all these questions today. No, I don't yeah. want to answer not another one. Okay. Well you gotta no. answer this one. When it comes to Patrick Mahomes, uh-huh. do you think of him traditionally when you say black quarterbacks, do you think Patrick Mahomes? 
Uh, no, is it is is also is his uh, significant other? Is she? I don't think she's melanated. Does that take Not him out? Does that take him out of the melanated category? Mm. Mm. That's a you know if you're talking about not melanated, um, see that's why you know look look it, it, it's is it historic? Yes. Does mm-hmm. should it make any impact on this game whatsoever? Absolutely not. It just mm-hmm. shouldn't. I mean, we shouldn't be. Oh, look at the black quarterbacks play. Can he just be people at some point in time? I think at some point in time, can can we just be people? I mean, I know there's still mm-hmm. a lot of oppression and things like that going on all over the place. Stuff's happening all over people to people of color. But when you look at this situation, at some time, point in time, we just have to be men who play football. Sure. You know? And and, and I, was, it, was it Jack Johnson? I think he said, before I was anything, I was a man. True. You know? True. And I think... I think true. Yeah, so I think at the essence of everything, we got to look at these guys who who themselves are not trying to be super black. And you see Patrick Mahomes definitely not trying to be super black. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, is his mom white? Yes. So, I mean, it, which which side, which side does he have to take the black side? Well, we know in America, we know that once you have any uh, black blood into, in you down to, uh, what, six generations, I think, that you're considered black in America. Here's the thing. Which one does he subscribe to? I and I don't mean the sizzle. What does he subscribe to? What does he I call himself? I don't know. He never, he's, I've never really heard him say it. I've never mm-hmm. really heard him talk about take, take up black issues or anything else like that. He's just always been Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you know, I just he's just been Patrick Mahomes. And I think it's okay if he's just Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to take sides. I mean, it's just like, you know, Barack Obama. I mean, which side, you know, we, you know, but now he went over there and, and changed his name from Barry, you know, who named it? <laughs> who named him Barry? Whose idea was that? I, it's just one of those things you're like, well, you thought that was a good idea. Oh yeah. We'll I, just call I, him Barry. Yeah. That's why I changed him. <laughs> I don't think I'll be Barack, but, um, so you look at these type of situations and it's like, yeah, we know you're black in America. If, if you got any mixture of black in you. But the question is, I, I really, until people started talking about it, I really did not think about this being a black quarterback situation. Mm. You know, and then the question is, because you're a black quarterback, you throw the ball any different than a white quarterback? That's always been the question. And, and that's the thing that when you look at how these quarterbacks are judged and how they're they're rated, how they're observed, how they're talked about, the question is, is their color, is their hue, is their skin tone, does that make them less of a quarterback? Because yeah. they are whatever you want to say. Because they are what? Because does it make Tua less of a quarterback because he is? And, and, and my point, and my point exactly, right? Do we have to put the moniker, oh, he's a black quarterback. Oh, that mean he must run the football. You know, it, yeah. it's always, you know, he's more athletic. Yeah. You know, we can't, you know, but, but 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 we saw some great black quarterbacks. One of the greatest passers of the football ever was Warren Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, way ahead of his time. Not way ahead of his time, but just not in the right color in his time. You know, uh, you've seen the Warren Moons. You've seen, um, oh, I can't think of his name now. For the Titans? Well, McNair. you can't say, yeah. Well, I was going to say, okay, so Randall Cunningham, you would, was technically in that time and era, he was the mobile quarterback. He was, yeah, he was the, mobile. He, mobile he was the preeminent Michael Vick. But so, but so was Fran Tarkenton. He was mobile too. 
quite mobile. Right. Quite so, I mean, mobile. All, all those guys, around. all those guys moved. Brett Favre moved around. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you see young Brett Favre when he was at Atlanta out That's there right. with uh, who's he with uh, was that with Michael Vick? I want to see was out there. What was uh, he there with Andre Rising? Andre Rising. Who was who was Favre with? I can't remember now. Talk on it. I gotta look that up now. But you saw Favre in Atlanta. He was running around slinging the pill all over the place, and then they mm-hmm. booted him up out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was the quarterback? Who I can't remember. But I don't know. When it comes to Steve, I would still say he got the moniker of the mobile quarterback. Who's that? Steve McNair was just an all-around. See, my thing is, I know your thing is Dan Marino's the greatest quarterback without a Super Bowl ring. Yes. Say it with reverence. In the 80s, the greatest quarterback with or without a Super Bowl ring was Warren Moon. He was the man that everybody should have been like. He was that guy. He was on horrific teams. But he was also a man that was, what, a five-time Grey Cup champion. He had been a a champion in college. He He has hardware and things that he did and how he was able to live. And I think, what was it? until he got, when Warren Moon went to Minnesota, I think that was when he really got some kudos for being a great quarterback. And then you had the run in Minnesota. Then you had the Dante Culpeppers. You know, you had guys, but not all melanated black quarterbacks have been mobile. Not all, though. There have been a lot of great pocket passes. Um, and then you got a lot of guys who who were just, because of the color of their skin, were never given opportunity to sit in the pocket and throw the football. Mm-hmm. You know, because of, of the way uh, you know you saw the back quarterbacks coming out of HBCUs and how they were how they were mobile and they were rolling them out. But quarterbacks have been rolling out forever. Corolla, right. Quarterbacks have been running the veer forever. So you had running quarterbacks a long time. You know, you had you had run any, any team that ran the veer, any team that ran the option. Any team that ran anything like that, there was a running quarterback back there, mm-hmm. you know, especially the Veer option. You know, all those teams, all those Alabama teams, those are Veer option teams. Namath was running the Veer back then. Mm-hmm. So, and we don't never think of Joe Namath as a running quarterback, but he was when he played at Alabama. Very much so. Very mobile. It, I would say that Joe Namath was more mobile than Steve Young when you look at. Yeah. One of those things, Joe Montana, more mobile than Steve. Steve Young just scrambled for his life. Well, and and the thing about running quarterback, Steve Young, they have the great clip of him when he was scrambling and he starts stumbling about 15 yards before the end zone. And they Mm -hmm. run that clip over and over again about how great he ran. But I guarantee you can almost, you can can find clips of of, uh, uh, Tom Brady juking somebody and running for 15 yards. You can wait, find wait, clips wait. of any of these guys. Do you you forgot then Tom Brady juking Brian Urlacher? Yeah, put it to him. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, watch me, watch me, watch me now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was so disheartening. So I mean, so I mean you could you could put that in any uh frame that you want to put it in, but if a quarterback pulls it down and takes off with it, does he automatically be a running quarterback? All right, that I, to me, let's do that. Let's answer that question today while we're here. Does it make you a running quarterback if you pull the ball down and move out? No, I just pull if you pull it down because that that that, that uh linebacker's dropped off, everybody's got their backs to you. 
Right. Right. You step them in the pocket and everybody's gone. And you take off and run. And that the makes you field is wide open. And middle field is wide open. That's a good 12, 15 yards for you. I'm gonna take those. That doesn't make you a running quarterback. That means you're <laughs> that means you're a quarterback. You saw a good option and you took it. Mm. So I mean the moniker of running quarterbacks so much, unless you're really running an option. You know, we have the read option coming to NFL football now, you know, where they're they're playing the read, but they're but the read is just giving you a different option now because they're isolating the end. You know, and they want to go back. And it, the read gives you an opportunity to play the short game too, because now we can go back and bring some of that 40 old 49ers offense into a run game. And now, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take this ball and we're gonna put it in the belly and see what that end's gonna do. The end doesn't do it, we're gonna pull it and throw the short ball. You don't see them running read option and throwing a bomb off of it. No, they don't. They don't, they right? Don't. It's just too, so it's just a long handoff. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not anything anymore. It's just you just reading the end. So all you're doing, so they just take the premises of these quick strike offenses that you mm. saw develop uh, back in the day, back in college. You know, some of these air raid type offenses. Well, those air raid offenses are a little bit different because they were running these big long nine routes and just attacking people. Mm. But you want, but you know, these control type offenses that was getting the ball out into the flat, getting the ball out into guys who were sitting there on the scene. You know, and that's and that's what they were doing with it. So and it, and if it wasn't there, the quarterback pulled it and he ran. And he ran for three or four yards. Right. So he runs for three or four yards. Every once in a while, he breaks one here and there. Does that make him a running quarterback? No, that just means he took got three or four yards. It's like, mm-hmm. I, here's the question, Jay. If we're talking about quarterbacks, and we talked about Justin Fields, probably at nauseum, we have probably more Justin Fields videos, reactions, analysis, videos. We probably got a catalog large as large as his dad has, probably of his family ah! from high school to probably to the NFL, but you look at a bears team that wants Justin next year to run more and they want to, they want to scheme him more into the run because you saw that this is an an effective tool, but a better effective tool is getting him better offensive players, getting him more weapons and getting him to understand how to release the ball, when to release the ball, not hold the ball run. If you have to, but then take your shots like you did when you first got, not just to Georgia, but when you first got to Ohio State. Well, you were yeah. able to take those shots. You didn't see Justin Fields running around all over for his life at Ohio State. Pass your question. What's that? Have you seen um, Justin Fields going down with Tom Brady? Have I seen? Wait. Did you say going out with Tom Brady? Going down with Tom Brady. Have you seen him going down there and, and throw the ball around with Tom Brady? Listen, listen, listen. That would have been the first call I made. Between Tom Brady and I'd be on those Manning shows. I'll tell you that much right now. I would be, you would see me and I would be, they'd be like, Justin is like another part of the family. You know, it, it's Peyton and, and then, you know, it's Archie and then Justin. He's like family. There's tape of Shadur Sanders who's going to be, the starting quarterback for the Colorado Buffaloes mm-hmm. with Tom Brady practicing mm-hmm. with Tom Brady and Tom Brady working with him. Right. There's there's a 20-minute clip out there. So you know there's a 20-minute clip. He spent hours with Shadur Sanders mm-hmm. and with with pads on throwing the football. Hours. You should. You should. Justin Fields did not get on a plane somewhere and say, Hey, look, TB12, I've been taking all your supplements and everything. Can you help me throw this football? 
You know, funny enough, even though we don't give him enough credit, I haven't seen him really work out with any of the great quarterbacks. I, he hasn't called call Jay Cutler. Call somebody. I mean, I'm sure Jay you Cutler out knows with, how to work behind a Bears line better than anybody else. I'm he sure you work it out with somebody, is. but man, you got to get down there with the goats. You got to yeah. go some. You got to go where the goats is at. Like, look, man, help me spin this thing. Help mm-hmm. me. I need help. You know, because I cannot keep running this football like this because I'm going to get as as you say so elegantly clapped up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get wrapped up, clapped up, and they're going to put him away on the shelf. And this is my biggest problem with the Bears right now. I mean, are you going to drop 10 years on this kid? You know, I love I love the kid. I like his moxie. I think he's tough. I think everything. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just – I think he, he relies on his feet much more than he relies on his head. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to get – he's got to get – he's got to throw the football from in the pocket. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes. What does he do? He – he does he get outside break contain? Yes. Does he run every once in a while? Yes. But what is Pat, Patrick Mahomes known for? Throwing the football. Throwing the football, being throwing tight windows and making passes that the normal or average quarterback couldn't do. And that's something that you see Jalen Hurts has learned over the year. He didn't start the year great. No. And he wasn't tremendous throughout the year. But no. what you saw from Jalen was a steady improvement, trusting what you see, reading your keys looking and saying, okay, you all hold. You're going to have to hold. The, the line has to hold. That that should be, every time you go back to the huddle, you've got to hold. You've got to give me time to make these passes. And he, and look, and he, look, let me tell you something right now. That offensive line for the Eagles is probably the best offensive line in the NFL right now. Right. I think you got, uh, who you got over there? Let me look at this one more time. Ooh. Well, the one thing I do know is that the Eagles and the uh, Chiefs have the top-rated centers in the yeah. league. Jason so, Kelsey. Yeah, if you're looking at top-rated centers and you're looking at who's actually playing these positions, who's doing what, then you you again, if I'm looking at it, all right, your highest-graded centers this season from um, Pro Focus Football is um, let's see, Creed Humphrey. Mm-hmm. At 89.9% is his, his grade. And okay. then you've got Jason Kels, who is at 88.9. Yeah. And so and you got Kelster, you got Lane Johnson playing a tackle. I mean, you got mm-hmm. uh Jordan, was it Melita? Is that how you spell it? Is it Melata? I think and it's I know, Melita. And I know they got a big Samoan up in there too. That's just nasty. Isaac uh something. Samaloyola or something like that. No, please stop that. But they've got a great offensive line in front of them, which keeps Jalen Hurts upright. And what does Jalen Hurts do? It's got him there. He throws a football. Now we saw, what did he do? He started running around out there. And then what happened? He got nuclear bomb. Yeah. Actually against the Bears. Right. And you should, Mm -hmm. why why are you running? You were up like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, that's a bad scheme going on right there. You, the Bears are going to – you two touchdowns up on the Bears. The Bears are not coming back. Here's the funny part. When you looked at the playoffs, not so much with the 49ers because they were in a dogfight in that 49ers game. But if you go game before that with the Giants, you look at Jalen's ability to be great was when he was able to sit in the pocket – dissect the play and then make the appropriate pass or pick the right person. Yeah. When you have time, you can be great. Uh, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you watch that Eagles game, 
when you watch the Giants, the Giants came in with a lot of momentum. Everything seemed to be rolling their way. I never thought that they were better, but I thought they were going to put up a better fight. But obviously, once you get a fully engaged Jalen, a fully engaged Eagles line, offensive line, and you get their playmakers moving, that Giants game was over at the end of the first quarter. Well, yeah, it was over. As soon as you get A.J. Brown moving, you get Devonta Smith moving. He can mm-hmm. get loose out there. Big big play strikeability. You give you give uh, Hurts a little bit of time behind that really good offensive line. He's looking mm-hmm. good, dude. He's staying upright. The problem that happens is when Hurts starts pulling it down too early and won't sit in the pocket long enough, and then he starts taking it off, and he's a big guy, so he wants to run people over. He right. needs to learn. Uh, he needs to learn to slide, and definitely slide better than Jalen Hurts does. I mean, not Jalen Hurts and um, Justin Fields, because Justin Fields is a former baseball player and can't slide. I don't understand it. I, you know, watching a lot of these young guys try and slide, they there has to be a slide class. There must, there has to be a slide professional who can teach quarterbacks how to take that well, slide. I think it's a little bit roll yeah. that that leg up under them. I think it's a little bit too much moxie going on, so they're trying to get those extra few yards. Okay, you know, instead of just declaring early and just going down. You know, one of the things, and I know we're getting ready to close, but one of the things I saw with sliding quarterbacks and one technique that they've been using more and more as time has gone on, it's really effective, is the high cleat slide. Yeah. You know, you see these guys coming in high cleat, that cleat up. Yeah. And that's going to stop a lot of players from trying to harpoon or get them, spear them some way, because you're you're not going to run into that cleat. You don't want any part of that cleat. And the other side too keeps those legs from getting rolled up underneath you, and that's the, yes. that's the biggest problem with these new Australian f- rules football tackles that they're using now. They're grabbing people and twisting them down to the ground. You see, it more and more knees get tore up, ankles get rolled up now because they're tackling different. But yes. uh, so okay, so I know we're getting ready to go. I know we're going to do our picks on Saturday night when we do our show, right? On um uh at eight at eight o'clock you guys gotta listen we're so good on wgve 88.7 fm if you're in the region you gotta make sure that you're turned on you can catch us on live stream you can catch us anywhere podcast anywhere you get your information but just saying yeah we're you know come listen to us we're hilarious anyway i know we'll do our 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 picks tonight before but um who you got winning this thing well actually Actually, I'm going to tell you this. I have. I know it's going to be hard for some people Uh-oh. to hear this. Uh-oh. I, I know. Oh. It's going to be difficult. Uh-oh. But this is what needs to be said. I have the sizzle winning. I have the wow. sizzle winning because this coming weekend on the show, we're going to have C-Snapper. Lady C is going to be in the building. Yeah, we're gonna talk about hip hop, football, yeah. mm-hmm. current events. We're gonna talk about all of that, and we're gonna give you our picks. We're gonna give you the pick to click so that yeah. you can make a little money on Saturday night. So when you get ready to watch the Super Bowl, you can do it. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm giving it to you Saturday. That's what. I'm so like, so like a whole plan. I think it's a whole plan. I think you should yeah. check in. I'm telling you, yeah. we're doing big things for Black History Month. This is the Black History Month music series. We had my man, Brother Quabena in. We've, we're going to have Pink Gator on. If you know who Pink Gator is, the bros know who Pink Gator is. Yeah, We've got national artists. We've got people coming on to come and give you the information you need. That's stuff you love. Absolutely. And working on more guests as we speak. 
Hey, man. Man, shout out to my man, though. Man, shout out to Maxita. Max Sizzle was in the building, man. We did a show with Max, and it was it just, I love Mac, man. That's my yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Max, Max, Max my guy. He needs, he needs to come on more. Yeah, yeah. We got to get him on more. We got to talk yeah. a little bit more basketball, but because we're talking about football, listen, listen. This is my my quick one, Jay. Okay. I believe, I believe. The children the, are our future. And teach them well. And then let them lead away. I believe that if the Eagles can control the line of scrimmage Mm -hmm. in the first quarter, Mm -hmm. if they can get back and start touching Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. then I believe the Eagles have a straight line victory to a Super Bowl. Ooh, straight line. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna sound real cliche right now, Mm -hmm. but I think the team who has the football last is gonna win. Hey, okay. So, With these teams, man, the way that especially the playoffs have been going, the way this yeah. season's been going. Yeah. Basically, if you're Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, um, if you're Patrick Mahomes, yeah. now uh, Brock Purdy, like what's going to happen with Brock Purdy? Nobody really knows what's going to happen. I'm, you know what? I'm I'm hurt for Brock Purdy. I am. I, Are you? Pain. Here's the guy, Mr. Irrelevant. Think about this now. This is Rudy with this is Rudy with actual ability to play football. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, he's not he's not even supposed to make a football. He's supposed to be out there literally hoping to make the practice squad. Right. 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 But but he's also might be one of these guys too that was falling so far in the draft, they were hoping that he was going to fall out of the draft mm-hmm. so that he could pick and choose where he wanted to go. I think he was a talent. So mm. I think he might be Mr. Irrelevant, but the 49ers are like, nah, I think we're going we're gonna to tuck him away. You know, may, maybe this is a guy who's got decent enough talent we could develop. And here's a guy who took a chance, um, not took a chance, was given a chance, and balled out for six straight games. Mm. And, then, and then he got the freak injury, you know, with the with the deaf ma, five fingers of deaf touch <laughs> <laughs> from the from the Eagles. I'm like, he's they they hit him with the glowing hands. Who's the master? And they showed <laughs> up. And they hit him with the and they got who's both, the master? And they got both the quarterbacks with the same thing. See you look, they hit him with the show now. They hit him with the show now. They got yeah. And then yeah. They hit him twice. They look. I think they've been training to tell you the truth. You know so, who they needed in that game? Who's that? The last dragon. This is the last dragon. That's still a great man. What's the last time you watched the last dragon? Listen, man, I I just the last dragon too. The last the last dragon is so great. It's just you know so how great. I feel about vanity. You know, it just I can't, yeah. I mean, it's it's so bad, it's so great all at the same time. Yes, it's terribly good. <laughs> that's okay, that's it. It's terribly good. How about that? I'm you know what I'm gonna tune it up this week, some parts of it, because it's just fantastic. Yeah, it is one of them. So if in some respect, if the Eagles can uh, channel their inner show enough, yeah, this is gonna be a game. This is gonna be now, but enough. <laughs> let me say this though, yeah, don't sleep on what Kansas City's front line can do. Oh no, those hey, boys last that last game they showed you they can show up and show out when they need to. Let, let, let me get y'all some real understanding. If, if if gunslinging Pat is feeling good that day and he get a little time back there, yeah. If Eagles don't get back there and tap him, oh boy, it's gonna be a long day. 
Y'all better, y'all better get back there to him because if he can sit back there and bounce around a little bit and then and flat foot sling that thing sixty five with a with, let's do that. Put mm-hmm. it on you. Hey, I knew Patrick Mahomes was the truth. I think they had him on uh, some pre NFL special. Okay, and they had him throwing the football with a gun on him. You know, with the uh, mm-hmm. with the radar gun, mm-hmm. and I think he hit over sixty three miles an hour throwing right. football. Final question there, sir. Which one's better? Oh, what do you mean? Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. What? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How do you just say that? How do you say that just so cavalierly that he's the best? Have you seen Jalen Hurts at his best? He's phenomenal. He has little these like little white shoes on that match his pants and his socks. He had, and he, had, you know what he has? I tell you what he has that yeah. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have. Go ahead. He's got the glow. He know he does. Hey, look. Have you looked at him? Yeah, he's he does have glow. that glow. He, he, he looked like when, uh, when, uh, when he came out the water. Yeah. And the water, that team, and that the glow. glow. Yeah, that yeah. glow. He's got the glow. And you and look said, at him, you're like. He's like, who's the master? I am. When you're like, what? Oh, my what? God. And for all those young people who don't know what yeah. oh. the last dragon is, first of all, go. with Time Mac, with Time Mac, dude, man, you got, you got to go see the last dragon, dude. One of the greatest urban <laughs> films of all time. It don't get no better, man. It don't get greatest. no better. What, what I don't it? know. Was it Rick Rubin? I, I can't remember. Was that a Russell Simmons movie? I think I it was. Remember. And I think you had uh because they were they owned a pizza shop. Right. And uh oh it was Ty Mac Beyonce uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. No, not Beyonce. Beyonce was like four. Ty Mac, it was <laughs> she might have been 14. I don't know. Well, I, well, I, I never know. I don't know Beyonce's age ever. Well, I mean she's younger than Jay-Z. Are you, really? Yeah, she's younger than Jay-Z. You sure yeah. about I mean, that? We're about Destiny's child now. Go back, go back some. Man, they I think they were like 30 in Destiny's Child. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you trying to say? I'm just saying. What are you trying to say? I think well, they were grown well, folk. Yeah, well, yeah. They they they've been around for a minute. But uh yeah. Man, do you know that uh The Last Dragon came out in 1985? It was great. I remember watching The Last Dragon on VHS tape. Yeah. And I had uh I think my nephews were over, they were younger. Mm-hmm. And they just and they just keep replaying because they had the little kid. What was the little uh, little the little um? He's a Japanese or Korean kid that was did all the karate back in those days. Real oh, small kid. Rem- yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh, what right was, and, he, and he did that flying jump kick, and they just rewinded it until yes. the tape broke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they broke they they broke my tape, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever you ever see your tape break in the player when it just yeah tear apart? And then he, you hear that sound, and it starts spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that was a film. You know what? Now, man, I they're like six films, really. Seriously, all jokes aside, like yeah. Action Jackson, a great um, Harlem Nights, great The Last Dragon. I'm gonna get I'm, you, sucker. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Classic. <laughs> Seriously, a classic. If you you didn't see that, something wrong with you. Hey, I'm gonna get you stuck as a classic. And and, uh, and the other and the other one and Uptown Saturday Night. Okay, see that was a okay. So that was a decade earlier. But I'm thinking yeah. 
If I have oh, to no. go between Beat Street and Breaking, which one am I choosing? Oh, you're going Breaking. Okay. You're going okay. Breaking. Well, okay. Let me think. No, which, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Breaking One. Right. That's where you got Boogaloo Shrimp and, and Shabadoo, right? Right. But you, you didn't like Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo? Oh, the, the original Breaking, because it was more street. The other okay. book, I mean, uh, the, I think in the second one when they had the, the girl jumping in there, I think so. Yeah, that that yeah. was so un, that was so unrealistic. But, you know, <laughs> it was unreal. Their unrealism was unrealistic. That's what dude, they did with that movie. First thing, I never saw anybody dressed like that in all my life, but I thought no. it was cool. When you had, you, you remember who was in there? Do you remember the one person that was in Ice T? Ice T. Ice T. If you wanted, don't know, ladies and gentlemen, the B boys. Ice T was a B boy. Yep. Ice T was in the service, man. I don't know if it was the army or the Marines, but Ice T is Ice T is old, bro. He's old. Yeah, he been look. I remember. I remember. I was one of the first few people in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm going to say this right that I had the cassette tape to rhyme pays. Because my my old because Victor, my older brother, our okay. older brother, was in the music industry. Okay. And he gave me the demo cut of oh, Rhyme Page. Okay. I mean, when okay. it first came out, it rhyme pays, and on the other side of it, it was only two songs on it. It was rhyme pays, and on the other side of it was six in the morning. Mm. Six in the morning, police at my door. Yep. Tracy Lauren Morrow. Born February 16th, 1958. Oh, Lord. Yes. In Newark, New Jersey. I see what 65, 66. I'll be 60 so, here. Happy birthday. Pre happy birthday to you, man. Ice T, and being one of the greatest hip hop ambassadors of all time. But all of that pales into comparison to one film. And What's this that? is the film that I, I like in the Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts thing too. Okay. Which one is greater? Ooh. Is it Purple Rain or is it Under the Cherry Moon? Well, now, stop, Both stop of them have don't, prints. Don't even ask anything like that. But you, who's great? Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. It's all a great time. That's all I can say. Man, look, you can't even you can't compare Jalen Hurts to Under the Cherry Moon. You can't. <laughs> Jalen Hurts under the cherry moon. No, Somehow that kind of works. I don't know. No, you can, no, Somebody, yeah. no, no. You know, no, no. Don't go down to the record stop. The, the record stop. The record stop. The Shogun of Harlem. Come on, bro. And first of all, shout out to my man Jerome Benton because nobody knew Jerome was uh, Jimmy was not Jimmy Jam, but Terry's brother. Nobody knew that. Nobody That's knew he true. was his older brother. But he was super flyed in. What other man? Because of him right now, brothers run around with mirrors in their pocket. That's true. <laughs> it's just, hey, you know. let, me, let, let me tell you something, though, man. That That is still, to me, one of the greatest R&B slash Minneapolis, whatever. You, I don't even know what their genre of music is. Because it still, it, it still holds up. Yeah, that funk was funky. 777-9311. I'm gonna tell you what the the greatest song that don't get no play mm -hmm. is Jigolos Get Lonely. Not Jigolos Get Lonely too. Contrary to rumor, yeah, Jigolos Get Lonely. Yeah, Jigolos Get Lonely too. Jigolos Get Lonely too. Oh, 
that album, Oak Tree, all man. Let me don't, okay. We gotta stop, man. Look, we gotta stop. We we gone all off the reservation, bro. We all we all over I'm, the place. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to see who this kid was. Ernie oh, Reyes I, Jr. Ernie yes. Reyes Jr. Ernie Reyes Jr. Is he still alive? Uh, born in 1972. Honestly, well, I hope he's still alive. Red Sonia, 2009, mm-hmm. Ninja Turtle. Was he a Ninja Turtle? He was a, he was a Ninja, Ninja Turtle. Wow. I think it's what Indiana. Oh, he's an Indiana Jones. Well, we knew that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Early, uh, career. What else did he do? Uh, he was 13 years old in the last track. I thought he was like eight. You know what was funny? I found out, and maybe everybody knew this, but me. But the little boy in the Golden Child. Yeah, it was not a boy. Oh, was not. Spoiler alert! Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It was a girl. <laughs> Did she have the child's head? Hey, look here, man. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna get some money for it, like, hey, you're a baby; it'll grow back. Yeah, that's abuse, isn't it? No, 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 God, no. I mean, look at us. Do we have hair? Are we Grant being abused? The, Eric Grant was in. He was in Strike Force. He's in kick. He was in kickboxing. Oh, he fought Strike Force. He won against uh Ryan uh Furthingham. How many how many fights did he have? He beat him in round five, three. I don't know. He, he was undefeated. Looked like a mother Strike Force. He didn't fight too many times. Okay, wow, yeah, he's the real, he's the real martial artist. Well, you know who's a real martial artist, also yeah. us, baby, because we getting ready to kick out of here. Hey, we getting ready to get out of you. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building, and we will see you, our friends, on the other side. <laughs>